Hello, spinners. Hi, welcome back to our podcast. I hope that you're doing well because today's topic is something that you would really love to listen to. So we are going to be speaking on focus. As you all know, this is something that is very common in our society because our focus level is getting smaller each day. Like our attention span, it's getting like as scientists argue that it's actually smaller than a jellyfish on which is actually six seconds and this is something that should be of concern to us as humans because the with updates or reels and you know shorts on youtube so it's quite difficult for you to get someone to listen to a even a 10 minute video so you know, trying to increase your focus rate is something that should be of, you know, of great pride to you because trust me, you are better than your neighbor. You are better than your neighbor. So this is something that you should work on. So I'm just going to try and give you the definition of focus. Then I'm going to tell you ways to develop and maintain long-term focus. Why am I talking about focus? Well, I'm taking a course called Learning How to Learn by Barbara Oakley on Coursera and this course has really brought so many insights to the way that I see learning and I have had this thing about how why do people not have the patience to watch a five minute video they just want to skip through or increase the speed rate and you know having this concern for humans, you know, it brought me to actually having, actually, you know, focusing on learning this course on learning how to learn, which is exactly how they, you know, end every class. But now I'll be telling you ways that I have been trying to develop my focus and also trying to maintain it because trust me it's not easy with the updates of reels and you know you just can't keep on scrolling and it's really not easy to try and even maintain this so let's get into our podcast episode on focus According to CBN Health, the predicted human attention span is actually currently on 47 seconds. So I got two different references, so probably why it's contradicting each other. But let's dive into how to develop and maintain long-term focus. First of all, focus is the ability to center your attention and energy on a specific task, object, or activity for a sustained sustenance very important length of time so are you even able to even center your attention and energy so you're bringing all your energy towards this specific activity and you're able to hold it hold your energy for this specified amount of time that's exactly what focus is so now how do we develop and maintain long-term focus So we start off with the first one, which is identifying meaning. So what you're currently working on, what does it mean to you? Not your family, not your friends, like you're currently trying to carry up probably an experiment. What does it mean to you? Has this been a life goal of yours to work out and make sure that you figure out the hypothesis or something, you know, 
try and always figure out the meaning of a particular tax to you and not just your family because trust me if it doesn't mean a lot to you but your family you'll figure out that you won't be able to maintain you know that energy to that particular activity because this is not actually what you want to do so always try to you know move towards things that actually mean something to you because then you're able to hold your focus on them so now let's dive into the second one i hope that you're really getting along with what we are saying because trust me focus is not something that is built in a day it's actually a journey and I've learned to focus on the process rather than a product. So I hope that you're really excited for your journey and the process of getting into this long-term focus, you know, individual. So here's the second one. Write your goals down. I know you've heard this so many times, but now I'm about to give you packed up facts on why you should write your goals down. So according to Forbes, there is this um, effect called the generation effect by scientists, which says people who write are more likely to remember stuff than people that only like read them so this was like actually carried out you know on a group of students and they found out that the people that actually you know when the teacher was teaching and they actually jotted down facts are more likely to be the a students than people that just listen and they are like oh i remember later on and while you're writing down your goals you're actually experiencing the generation effect twice now, isn't that nice? Because you've already seen it in your mind and you actually jot these things down, which is the first part of from your mind to paper is called the external storage. Then the second part, which is the encoding, whereby it's, this is a biological process now, whereby the, you know, the process of writing down your ideas alerts your hippocampus, your brain's hippocampus, which is the part of the brain that's in charge of long-term memory. Isn't this like a whole lot of biological effects? While writing down our goals, you have to, you know, describe what your life feels like. It doesn't need to just be words. You can put them down with pictures. And we also call this a vision board. And I have a vision board. And I actually even went through the process with you on my YouTube. So make sure that you look in the description for that video because it was a mindset um it was a monthly reset and I actually put you through everything that I did and I'm so happy and grateful that I actually did that because now you're actually going to see me walk through mine and also there are so many videos on the internet so basically just try and search out you know how to create a vision board but you don't need to because there's something that happens when you're watching someone create their vision board you begin to have this illusion that you actually want what the person wants which is not true so make sure that you actually double down and write down what you want before you actually start watching videos on how to create a vision board and it's quite easy so while you're you've already created your vision board 
and you've described the life that you want to live and you what you you want your life to be like you know this is basically a treasure map or a vision board of your life and you have to place it in a place that you actually see it often i place one at work i place one at home i place one when i'm traveling i'm always with one in my bag like i have a printed out copy and always I, it's my wallpaper on my tablet, on my iPhone, on my laptop. I always make sure that it's something I always see often. And I always, you know, bring out post notes and I write down like quotes that always keep me moving. I know that it seems like a lot, but it's so easy to get distracted of your part off your part. So that's why I always need this steady reminder to keep me motivated even on days that I'm really down or on days where I don't know why I'm doing what I'm doing. So this is very valid. And according to Forbes, people that write down their goals are 1.2 to 1.4 times more likely to achieve them. So this is why you should be on the path of writing down your goals if you have never tried it because you need to know what it feels like. For those of you that have never tried this, it's a a feeling that is filled with so much joy because you're filled with so much gratitude. I actually am going to give you um, a very beautiful insight. So a lot of people use Pinterest. Yes, don't tell anyone. No, 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 no. Be a cheerful giver and always tell someone what will help them to become a better version of themselves. So a lot of people use Pinterest to get pictures that they're going to use on their vision board. So you can actually have this app and write down things that you want. You know, you can actually go there and just see pictures and get motivated. You can also read the Bible. Trust me, the Bible is filled of stories of people. Okay. I know you might be, you know, saying, oh my God, what do you mean the Bible? Well, the Bible is actually filled of beautiful stories. Check out Proverbs 31. Proverbs 31 talks about the woman, you know, after God's, basically after God's heart, that's how I'm going to put it, because this woman is a pride to her family. She is a provider. She is, she is filled with everything that the everyday woman actually wants to be. So that's why you should always, you know, read the Bible, because there are so many stories that would actually inspire you and motivate you while you're also creating your own treasure map or vision board you know writing down your goals ah i hope that you're getting really really excited because i am even just speaking about how to develop and maintain your long-term focus in achieving your goals because we are not just saying all this you know to keep you just inspired for just few days no we are trying to build a long-term focus so keep your eyes on the prize which is actually trying to build your focus don't get distracted we are actually stating ways for you to increase you know and actually maintain your focus level so what's another thing that we can do to develop and maintain our long-term focus this beautiful step would be to strengthen self-regulation and what is self-regulation is the ability to control your emotions and impulses a lot of us are very um you know, we are stimulated by impulses and such as, you know, when you get your phone on your desk, when you're working, you have this impulse to check your phone, which is actually a distraction. So we're trying to strengthen our self-regulation, which is controlling this emotion. So another thing that you might feel is like, 
um, while you're working through your goals, you might actually start feeling this emotion of depression that, oh God, you're not getting to your goals really fast as your mates are. So you're trying to build this self-regulation to master the mindset of long haul, the mindset of process over product which is the single most important factor in achieving long-term goals so you need this you know mentality of process over product i am ready to put in the work and actually enjoy the work because trust me if you don't enjoy the work you would just figure out that oh my god i'm currently at 1000 you know um net um, 1000 dollars of net worth of net worth and i don't know how i got here I didn't solve all the process of getting here. I didn't solve all the journey. So actually have this mindset when you're actively working towards your goals, because trust me, you would be more um, in tune with your emotions and your impulses and actually have the resolve to control your zombies as the as Barbara Oakley says in my course because remember I told you I'm taking a course named learning how to learn so in this course Barbara talks about the zombies that actually you know is so happy to get distracted when you're working towards your goals. So yes, that's something that um, everybody faces and it's just something you have to work through, okay? Hello, I hope you're feeling really motivated and you're thinking of ways that you're going to develop your long-term focus now because the next one is actually to make time for your long-term goals. You might say that, oh, I really want to achieve this in my life. You might even write it down. You might create a vision board. But are you actively creating time to walk through these long-term goals or did you just say it and you're not doing anything about it? That is the road a lot of people take. And they want up after 10 years and they have not achieved anything on their list. So now we're going to use the urgent or important matrix. I actually heard about this when I took a course. And it's something that I don't use all the time because I just figured out a system to walk through towards, you know, what is quite important for me to walk through now. So I'm actually using it, but not in the context. I'm actually using it in the context, but not actively using the method that, you know, is the urgent stroke important matrix. But this is basically, the context is when you're putting up a to-do list of things to do in your day, you have to actually prioritize what is the, the, you know, the most important thing on your list and try to eat the frog first. That is trying to actively pursue working towards the hardest thing on your list. So that's actually the context of the urgent or important matrix. Another important thing to do is delegate. So you, when you're trying to make time, we all have 24 hours in a day. So try and delegate your time towards the long-term goals in your life. Because if you do not actively delegate, you know, time, like say, oh, I'm going to work on my goals from one to two, the 24 hours is going, just going to pass by and you're not going to delegate any time to your long-term goal because you're so distracted with your small, not small, your short-term goals such as like cleaning the house or something like that, but you never actively work towards your long-term goals. 
So we just spoke about the urgent or important matrix. So what are you going to do now with this unimportant tax in your day? Such as probably cleaning your house or, you know, arranging your bathroom, your bathroom or something like that. What you're going to do is that you, you can actually stop this unimportant tax. What can you do? When you stop this unimportant tax, you actually can look for someone else to do them. If you have read Atomic Habits, you already know about building habits. Now we're going to start developing habits that make our goals realistic. We're bringing our goals to our own reality, our present day. So this includes habits like working out, because if you want to be a high you know, valued person that is producing high values in their, you know, workplace, you would want to be working out because working out actually stimulates the brain to come up with like great, fabulous ideas. You can be a, start being a good reader by, you know, trying to set goals for, okay, I want to read like one book this month. That would be a good place to start. Like don't overload yourself and say, I want to read 15 books in 15 weeks and then start feeling bad when you read only one. Start little, to be honest. As, you know, James Clare says in Atomic Habits, it's all about habit stacking. You have to just be really, really minuscule with how you build your habit. Like just little shifts and trust me you would not believe how far you would get by just trying to start with one book and the next thing you're reading like 15 books and you're just so proud of yourself than setting a very high standard and feeling horrible when you don't carry it out another important thing would be like waking up early because all these habits when you wake up early you you have more time in your day like check this out i started waking up by 4 a.m. because I had to work out before I left work. I left home for work by 6. So I had to wake up earlier. And I noticed that when I wake up earlier, I had more time in my day. Like, I had more time to see time pass. It sounds very funny, but when you wake up by like 10 a.m., you feel like the days already have gone. And you're just like running around trying to finish up things on your to-do list. But when you wake up early, you realize you go with the flow of the day and you you actually are more mindful in setting your intentions and you know the hours that you're more productive and the times that you are most likely to be, you know, immune to distractions and, you know, wanting to have like a break. Okay. And now for our sponsor of the day is what I would say we had a sponsor. <laughs> Just kidding, my loves. So another important thing like that I started building recently is bacon. I started baking more like it's not like i want to be like a chef or something but it's just like having hobbies is very important especially a hobby that is not um, your source of living because when a hobby becomes your source of living to be honest it stops being a hobby it starts being like something you're doing to legit make your coins so and try overcoming your bad ones because as you're building good habits trust me you're going to be unlearning some things because bad and good cannot coexist they cannot coexist day and night like they can like but like good and bad habits can know because like check it out you're smoking you're a very very um enthusiastic smoker but you're not you love to work out trust me you would love to work out but you won't 
be able to put out so much at the gym because your the your bad habit of smoking is actually causing like huge damage to your kidneys so another important thing would be creating a schedule so when you wake up early it actually gives you more insights like how do you want your day to run so you kind of figure out that oh i should have a to-do list and the next thing you're trying to set up you know a little to-do list before you begin your day and trust me having a to-do list at the back of your mind is very important because when it's when you have a to-do list you're already thinking of ways to crack your to-do list before you even put them um into perspective so that's really really important i actually learned that in my course learning how to learn by barbara oakley on coursera so if you want to get that course just go on there it trust me is a gem what is an amazing thing that you can do to develop and maintain long-term focus again is to stay on course by keeping record of things you would love to work on you don't need to start them immediately you just need to just you know stay on track let's drink some water because i'm feeling dehydrated (laughs) yes i hope that you drank yours because trust me it's very very important to stay hydrated so I do this thing on my YouTube called Monthly Resets. So these are like DM monthly check-ins to see, oh, am I staying on track with my long-term goal? You know, because from sometimes you can get sidetracked very, very quickly. So this is to prevent you from changing your direction impulsively, which is something I do often. Trust me, like when I see something like I really, really shiny and oh my God, it looks like that person just got it really, really fast. I really, really want to do it. I want to try it out. I want to see, will it work for me? And that's something that I really know it's a problem that I have. It's not, it's not a problem, but it is a problem. But that's why I try to do this monthly reset it might look like it's just like, oh, she's trying to do her skincare and journal and all that. But it's a whole lot for me because this is a way for me to keep track of my sources and things that I want to do in future. Because if not, I will get sidetracked and I will not be able to maintain, you know, my initial long-term goal. So this is a way to also maintain that long-term focus that we have been talking about. So another important thing would be to recognize progress. A lot of us do not celebrate our little wins. And you don't know that these little wins are what leads to the bigger wins. I just hit 350 subscribers and 35,000 watch time on YouTube. I am so excited. I'm so elevated that I could do this, you know, because it looked like I would never get here. Like I didn't even know how to do it. But I kept on learning and learning and learning. And that's a huge step for me because these little wings are what is going to build the bigger wings. So pat yourself on your back like I am right now and just like see, you did this. And even when no one wanted to do it, you did it. Even when no one wanted to support you, you did it yourself. Okay? So, Fenas, I hope that all these beautiful points, I actually made note of six points, and they are very straightforward, which is identify meaningful, you know, long-term goals to you and not to your family or friends. The second thing would be write goals down and place them in places that you can actively look at them, strengthen self-regulation, you know, master time for long-term goals. The fifth one being stay on course by keeping tracks of things that you you know you would love to do 
then six one was recognized progress these are straightforward points and i was so happy that i went in depth by explaining each and every one and things that i'm doing in my own personal life because this podcast is all about you know t- showing you ways that i'm also evolving and giving you tips on how to do it in your life because trust me it's not easy to try and reinvent yourself so i am so grateful that you listen till the end giving yourself this opportunity to build and develop and also maintain long-term focus in our steady distracted world okay so thank you so much and remember when life spins to take a break honey because trust me you are worth that break because taking a break makes you stronger it doesn't show that you're weak my love i just learned that in the excellent advice for living by kelvin kelly i don't know if you've heard about him amazing old man so yes um Thank you so much. I hope this podcast made you smile. And if you loved it, you can share it with your friend. Remember, you can listen to this wherever you listen to podcasts. I would see you on my next one, Spinner. And as always, have a beautiful, beautiful day, amazing lady. Okay, bye.